What's up, guys? John here, Titan Talk Tuesday in full effect. I appreciate everybody joining me in on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and all those good places out there. If you guys have any questions about what Titan Medical Center can do for you nationwide, males and females, we offer everything from hormone replacement therapy for males and females, medical weight loss, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, peptide therapies from healing peptides, sexual peptides, weight loss peptides, anti-aging peptides. Uh, we also do blood work, libido enhancers, um, and everything, a lot, lot more, right? So anything that makes you guys feel better, look better, perform better, that's what Titan Medical Center can do for you. So I hope all you guys are good. What's going on out there, country boy? What's going on? If it's joining me, three things. Maine, what's going on? Alan, how you doing? All right, so... Let's get into the first topic of the day. So the first topic of the day is always the therapy of the week. And this week, we have our spotlight on our hair health capsules and injectable biotin. Um, everything that you can do for better hair, skin, and nail health, these two therapies can really, really help in all these different areas. Um, if we talk about our hair health capsules, so a lot of patients out there ask us, hey, listen, John, what do you guys have therapy-wise that's not injection? And, you know, hair health capsules, hair, skin, nail health capsules, I should say, um, are one therapy that we offer uh, to patients that comes in capsule form. Uh, and this can help, like I said, with hair, skin, and nail health. Now, what does it have in it? That's the next question I get from a lot of people out there. So it's got a couple great, awesome ingredients in it that work together synergistically in a lot of different ways to help you guys with um, hair growth, right? Hair thickness hair thinning, because a lot of us have that issue, males and females out there. Um, and of course we want skin elasticity to be good. We want our skin to be healthy, glowing, and we want our nails to grow, specifically girls do. Um, us guys, I think we, we really don't care to most part, but a lot of girls want to get their nails to grow and their hair to grow. And of course they want their skin to be glowing and beautiful. But us guys want that too, right? We want thick hair, uh, we want good nail health, they don't have to be long or, or clawed or anything like that, but regular nails, right? And we want our skin to be good, right? I mean, you know, the less Botox you're gonna do, the better, right? And I don't do any Botox, I haven't yet. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that do this specifically for their skin in a lot of different areas. Most of their face, but there are some different people that do some different things, fillers and such around the, the body and uh, help it. But what's in the hair health capsule? So let's break that down. So biotin's in it, neti, salt palmetto, grapeseed oil, histine. These are just some of the ingredients that are in there. Um, and these things work synergistically together. I take these things every single day. I know a lot of girls and guys do both. So at that point... Um, there's a lot of people out there that are worried about their hair, skin, and nail health. And like I said, girls really, really want this most of the time. Now, that's our hair health capsule, right? This is something you can take orally. Uh, you can take it every day. It's going to be good for you, and it's going to work in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, even the, the, the salt palmetto in it, it lowers DHT or controls DHT to a certain extent. Um, and a lot of these different things will help with hair growth, hair thinning, um, and make sure that you guys are good to go. But when we talk about injectable, so... What's the best thing for hair growth uh, that's injectable? And we have to go with biotin, right? Biotin B7, right? This is, this is a B vitamin, if you guys didn't know that. And biotin is has been widely used, commonly used uh, for many, many years. But a lot of people take it in oral form, and that's okay, right? Um, like I said, it's in our hair health capsule. But that's not good just by itself. You need to add some of these different ingredients in orally to even get some sort of uh, good result, right? 
But if you don't want to do an oral version and you want to just worry about an injectable, then our injectable biotin is definitely the way to go. Um, this can help in a number of different ways. And this helps Sharice as far as when she got done with COVID and she still got long-term COVID symptoms. But when she you know, first caught COVID and went through all the trials and tribulations that she did, um, she went through a shedding phase with her hair. Uh, and a lot of patients that we've dealt with or people across the country have dealt with this because of COVID or other things that made their head go thinner, you know, whether it shedded or it was just thinning by itself, you know, people are looking for different ways to keep their hair. For us guys, uh, it's a little bit easier to shave our heads, call it a day. Or females, that's not really a big option for them or a, a go-to option for them. Now there's guys out there that are like Samson, they want their hair. Okay, so I totally understand that too. So, you know, whatever you're doing, you want to make sure you're doing the best possible thing to keep your hair and to make it thick and to keep it growing and such. Well, this is a good way to do it, right? This is a great preventative, plus it's something that's going to help ongoing growth and health for hair, skin, and nails. So, and you can combine these two too as well. So if you say, listen, I don't care if I'm injectable, I'll do the injectable and I'll do the, the oral form. If you mix these two together, you're gonna get a way better result combination, of course, um, because you're getting two main therapies in there as far as that goes. And they're really gonna help. I mean, like I said, Sharice has used this. If you guys have seen Sharice's hair, it's really, really beautiful. Luckily, it did start growing back. It did start thickening. thickening. She was worried about that for, for a while, you know, and, and more stress doesn't help with hair loss or hair thinning. Stress actually raises up and, and, and makes it go quicker, right? That's why you, you see all these guys like, oh man, like, yeah, you know, before my four daughters, you know, I had a full head of hair. Now I'm, you know, I'm looking like this. So just make sure you guys are doing what you guys can to be preventative. The other thing to that, if you start to notice some of these different things like hair thinning and shedding and stuff like that, be proactive, right? Use something that will definitely help. Now we have these, we have a hair foam that we do. Um, that's a whole different therapy, but I really want to touch on the hair and skin and nail health capsule and the biotin injectable therapy because I get the question a lot, especially from a lot of girls. And for you girls out there that are wondering about this, it will definitely make everything grow. So if you're getting your nails done, I didn't get a complaint from a girl like, hey, listen, this biotin, it's great and all, but it's working too good. I'm like, what do you mean working too good? Like, yeah, I have to go to my, my nail technician like almost every week now. And like, that's cost me a lot more money. I'm like, well, what do you want here? Do you want to grow? You don't want not to grow? Like, if anything, you can slow down your dosages or every other day type thing to really slow it down maybe a little bit. But, you know, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. All right. <laughs> all right. So that's the hair, skin and nail health capsules and our biotin injectable. Now, there's no blood work needed for either one of these therapies. All you guys have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork. You can go to the website, tightmedicalcenter.com, go right there to the new patient paperwork link, pick whether male or female, fill out the new patient paperwork. Once you're done and you submit that, it comes automatically to us, and one of our staff members will reach out to schedule you for your medical consultation with the provider. The provider's gonna go over all your health history, family history, ask you what your goals, what you're trying to achieve, and come up with a personalized regimen for you that's gonna work the best. So at that point, it's real easy, real simple to do. So. Go over to the website after you leave this live and go fill out the new patient paperwork so you can become a Titan patient, take advantage of this therapy and a lot of the other great therapies that we offer. 
All right, so let's get into it. What's up, Randolph, Mario, Scott, how you doing? Antonio's in the house, one like to live. My man, 100 grand. I hope the new job is going well, man. All right, so the next topic. Dwayne Wade shares statement on ex-wife's objection to Zaya's legal name change. So if you guys don't know what this is about, let's talk about it. Because I think it's something we need to talk about. So if you guys don't know Dwayne Wade, he was a basketball player. Played for Miami Heat most of his career. Um, and at that point, he's been married. So this guy's been married, I think, twice, right? Uh, his now wife is Gabriel Union, but he has an ex-wife where he had kids with. And this story came out, I don't know, it's been a guy, it's got to been a couple of years now, at least two, where, you know, Dwayne Wade's son wanted to transition to a female, to a girl. Um, and he's quite young, right? So right now I think he's 15, and before, I think he was like 13 when he started going through the transition. Full girl now. So at that point, you know, Dwayne Wade has let this go by. You know, I think it's, I don't think it's good to do as a parent to, to let your child transition before they're 18 years old. Just because a lot of things change, right? There's a lot of different influences out there. I'm not saying it's wrong because, if listen, if someone wants to transition and change, then that's their God-given right, right? That's their freedom to be in the United States. So i got no problem or issue with that. But when we have kids and there's a lot of influences around them, this can be a serious problem. Um, now, with him, Dwayne Wade, his ex basically put in a legal objection because Dwayne Wade wanted to legally change the gender and name of his son, and at that point, the, the mom says, like, this is not good. I think that, you know, she should or he should at least wait till he's 18 years old. And at that point, he can make the decision to change his name and change his gender. So, you know, for this, like I said, it, it's, it's really crazy how this is all working out with a lot of these kids transitioning and changing over. But she's basically saying, too, is that Dwayne Wade's trying to do this for financial gains. Basically because all these other companies and all these uh, corporate sponsors are looking for something like this um, and we'll get behind it and we'll cost or we'll, we'll make this child and Dwayne a lot of money. So the mom's not a, a, a about this at all. She's basically said that, hey, listen, this is getting done for unscrupulous reasons and at this point I do not want this to happen. Of course, Dwayne Wade got back. He hit back on Instagram, um, stating that this was not a financial game, um, that he's just trying to do right by his child, and then said that basically the mom doesn't go to any recitals anymore, or you know, uh, you know, go to their family events and stuff like that. So we'll see how this all pans out. But you know, what do you guys think about this? CJ Mello, what's going on? How you doing, man? Sat salty banana, what's going on? I hope all is well with you guys, man. If you guys got any comments, questions, let me know. So at this point, I think it's it's pretty crazy how this is all working out. We will see what the final result is and what the courts say about this. Um, it's a pretty big topic out there. Um, transitioning, especially from males to females, uh, but little kids doing this. Do you guys think this is all right? you guys think this is okay to do? Um, I really don't, but listen, a lot of people might have different opinions about this. And that's what's good. We all have our opinion about things and can be open about things. And we should be able to talk about things and communicate like adults. Um, but, you know, some people don't want to do that. So let me hear you guys, you know, what you guys think about this. Good, bad, not so good. Let me know. All right. So let's talk about hormone discovery could predict long-term health in men. So this was really, really cool as far as the article. And I actually learned something today. 
So I want you guys to learn something too as well. So the hormone. So I was I was thinking like before I read this article, I'm like, man, I'm like, what hormone could they possibly be talking about here, right? And researchers have discovered uh, the vital role of this hormone, which develops in men during puberty and providing an early prediction of whether they could develop certain diseases later on in life. Really, really cool. So these scientists uh, from the University of Nottingham discovered that the novel insulin-like peptide hormone called INSL3, I know you guys probably never heard of this before. I've never heard of this before. Um, so this this is a hormone that will basically be consistent in your body throughout your life. Now, um, whether you're an old male or a young male, uh, when you're a young male, this is consistent, right? And if you're an old male, this is consistent along with this. But some younger males have lower um, ranges of this hormone and will continue to have lower ranges of this hormone as they get older. There are people that have higher level of this hormone and this will stay high consistently till they're older. Now there are some different things that, that come into play with this. Um, the INSL3 is made by the same cells in the testes that make testosterone. But unlike testosterone, which fluctuates throughout a man's life, INSL3 remains consistent, like I was talking about, through puberty and such. Uh, this makes it the first clear and reliable predictive biomarker of age-related morbidity and compared to any measurable parameters. So this is really cool. So this will basically say if, listen, you could be at higher risk at an earlier age to get bone weakness, sexual dysfunction, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and more. So this is really, really cool. And, you know, after, you know, I read this article, the next thing I'm looking to is where can we do a blood test for this hormone? Because this is something that I think that a lot of people would like to know. I'd like to know where my levels are at on this. I'm sure other people would too. And then you could correlate this with, hey, listen, if it's low, I better start doing preventative or something else that hopefully or might could raise this so genetic diseases and onslaughts don't come on and hit me quicker. Right? So really, really cool. Um, you know, like I said, this opens up the exciting possibility of predicting age-related illnesses and finding ways to prevent the onset of these diseases with early intervention, like I just said. Really, really, really cool stuff. The team analyzed blood samples from 3,000 men from eight regional centers in North, South, East, and West of Europe, including the UK. It's crazy because most of these different uh, like clinical like research experiments or data that comes from these places usually come from the UK. It's really crazy what I read about these. Um, but the results show that unlike testosterone, INSL3 remains at a consistent level as individuals like I talked about. Um, but two samples taken four years apart from all these people showed were they consistent, were they not consistent. It's really, really cool. So the study also showed that the normal male population, even when young and relatively healthy, show, still shows a wide variation between individuals in the concentration of INSL3 in the blood, almost tenfold. Holy cow, guys. That means it could change from you to you to you to you to you. It, it, you just, everybody's different, right? And uh, we should take that in consideration when we're doing anything for ourselves because what we might need might be less or more than what the next person needs or has, right? Um, the Professor Richard also said, now we know the important role this hormone plays in predicting disease and how it varies amongst men. Um, I want to know what this comes from in females. So, like when they talk about like this is produced in the testes like testosterone now is this produced in the ovaries then for females because that's where their testosterone is is made in the ovaries 
and they have to have something like this, right? So I'm going to look into this more and, and come back with a, a follow-up to the story so you guys know more about this. I think this is very interesting. Um, I think this is something that I think everybody learned something today from. And uh, I think, you know, in the future, we need to start looking at different things like this uh, to be more preventative, to lo live a longer, healthier life. And that's key, man. You know, a lot of people, they get sick quick or they have a weak immune system or they look like they age faster or they, they do age faster than somebody else. You know, is there things genetically wrong? Um, they've also said that, you know, endocrine disrupting chemicals or can, can mess with stuff like this in your body. Um, so this could lower the concentration level of possibly this hormone. But uh, it's, it's really early as far as the clinical data comes. Um, but it's going to be, I'm sure, followed up with a lot more. So at this point, I will keep you guys in the loop about INSL3. If you've ever heard of it, if you've not heard of it, look it up. If you have heard of it, then you knew more than me today. All right, so check this out. And this, the latest findings were published in the Frontiers in Endocrinology. So this was studied by endocrinologists, okay? So it's not just some guy playing with a rat and saying, oh, what, what, this, is the, this is the results that we got. All right, so it's really, really cool. So if you need to look into it, check it out. All right, let's go to the poll question. How do you grow and strengthen your hair, skin, and nails? 14% um, said prescribe medications from a doctor. Okay, so prescribe medications from a doctor that can make your hair, skin, well, I don't know about skin and nails, but hair, you talk about Propecia, which is finasteride. This can help keep your hair and maybe hair growth a little bit, but it also has a negative side effect uh, for some of the male population out there, um, causing you know sexual dysfunction or erectile dysfunction to a certain extent. Um, prescribe medications from a doctor at 14%, like I said, that's the one. 18% said OTC supplements. So that could be biotin or something that they're taking over the counter. 18% said Titan therapies. Boom, that's a great one. 22% said a healthy diet. I do believe this to a certain extent. You know, you need a healthy diet to get all, all your, you know, the necessary things, especially B7, which is biotin. Um, and at that point, when you get this, um, it can definitely help with your hair, skin, and nails. So... I think that's all right. Now, I think it can change as you get older and stuff like that, but I think diet is a very, very high one and priority to have along with this. 28% um, said home remedies. What home remedies? I want to know. I want to know what home remedies. I wish somebody would tell me because that was the biggest percentage on today's poll. So that means more people answered with home remedies. What home remedies? What are you guys putting on your hair or skin or nails to make them grow and be healthier? Because I'd really like to be able to talk about some of these things. Oh, wow. Biotin right at the top. Biotin's the number one thing. It always has been, right? And this is crazy because it's a B vitamin, like I was saying. Uh, curatin supplements. So I've seen this too, and they have curatin washes and conditioners. Olive oil, uh, I guess. Coconut oil, I guess. Mayonnaise. I've seen a ton of people use mayonnaise. I wouldn't recommend using mayonnaise, but it will make your hair look shinier. I don't know about grow, and I don't know about your nails or your, your skin either. I mean, I wouldn't be wiping mayo on me. It would probably glisten on you, right? Yeah, it makes you turn into a sandwich. Yeah, you're going to be a sandwich, right? I mean, you can be oily, an oiled-up sandwich. And I'm already Greek, so I'm a greasy Greek race. So I don't need no more oils. Um, all right, so the next one, apple cider vinegar. I don't know if this has any hair, skin, or nail benefits, but... Here's, apple cider vinegar is supposed to be the, like it's, it's like the Windex for Greeks, right? Like it, it 
supposed to do like all kinds of stuff. And weight loss and this and that, man, oh man. But man, does it stink. It tastes so bad. It, it stinks so bad too. They have gummies for them now. I know. But it's not the same amount. <laughs> it's not. Uh, and then you're getting other things like sugars and like maybe high fructose corn syrup. I got to look at the gummies and what they have in them. But it's, I guarantee 100% art, you can mark my words on this. Any gummy you guys get out there is going to have corn syrup in it. I ain't seen too many out there that don't. I always look because my kid always wants something with the gummies, for vitamins and stuff like that. I'm like, no way. Well, the whole point of this is you get something good in your system. Not bad, right? Eat protein-rich foods. Okay, that's good. Vitamin E oil. Okay, now, now we're talking. Now, vitamin E oil for the skin. Yeah, there we go. That's a good one. All right, so we've got a question here. The Jack Cookie Monster. How hard is it for someone that uses a you has a use of PDs used in the past and now only concerned about health and wanting to have kids. How much harder is it to have kids? Is it impossible? It's definitely not impossible, okay? So if you're saying like, hey, you know what? I started using testosterone when I was 20 years old. I'm just giving this an example. If you use testosterone when you're 20 to 35 years old, no HCG, you're doing it by yourself, no PCT, post-cycle therapies, or anything like that, it's not going to be harder to have kids, okay? Now, a lot of people get this confused when we talk about this, and I actually did a video on this. It's a myth-busting video because a lot of people out there say, if you take testosterone, you'll become infertile, right? A lot of people I see on forums, oh, man, I don't even got to use no condoms or pull-out method because I'm taking testosterone. Like, what? We're not thinking here. This is very uneducated things that are being spewed out there. So when we talk about this, so testosterone or PEDs in general usually will not make you infertile, all right? What does testosterone do? So when you take testosterone from an outside source, and man, I feel like a recording because I say this so many times, um, but when you take testosterone from an outside source, uh, there's a signal that goes from your brain to your testicles, right? And your brain and your body recognize all the things that are going on. So it recognizes, hey, listen, we have an outside source of testosterone coming in. It tells the signal that goes down to the testicles, hey, listen, the testicles, we don't need you anymore. Go on a vacation, okay? We're turning the signal off. Testicles like, fine, no problem, everything's good. So what do the testicles do? So it's like anything else. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? So your testicles actually start going through atrophy and your testicles start shrinking. What happens at this point? So what happens at this point is, uh, one, your semen volume is going to be reduced significantly. That means you ain't gonna have a big volume or a big load coming. Second thing is, is that um, your testosterone is gonna lower, right? Or it's gonna stay the, at a low end, crash down because you have an outside source. That doesn't mean your testosterone, your body isn't gonna go down because you're putting it in. But as far as your testicles, you know, if you're not taking anything, they're gonna shut down, right? So low semen production is what usually causes people not to get their partner pregnant as fast as they want. So the big thing after that, what I'm gonna to say to you is, is that if you've had PED experience in the past and you really wanna have kids, we do, we've helped so many patients become pregnant, right? Males, females, um, so this is in our, our wheelhouse. Um, and at that point, you know, you gotta go on something that's going to ignite the testicles, whether it be enclomiphene, whether it be HCG, whether it be FSH, uh, injectable, um, you know, there's there's multiple things that we use here uh, for somebody wanting to have kids. So it's not impossible, right? Now, there are people that are truly infertile, and this doesn't have anything to do with PED use or anything like that. They're just infertile, guys and girls out there. So 
you know, my next thing is, is if you really want to find out, you know, if you are fertile and, you know, what the volume and, and the movement is of your, your semen, you can do a semen analysis with us type medical center around the country. So, you know, we, we use LabCorp, you go into LabCorp, you go and you have a cup, you do it there, and then they'll, they'll analyze the sperm and they'll give a report back of what's really going on. So you can see what's going on there. Now, I've helped, like I said, multiple people with this as far as patient-wise. Um, even one of my good friends, Jeff Bahar, and Jeff Bahar did PED use for 30 years straight. He's like 50-something years old. Um, and, you know, he wanted to have kids. He just married a young wife, and, you know, he never had, he doesn't have any family, right? So it was a big, big thing. And it took us probably about five months to get him or her pregnant. Um, but it was constant, you know, high dose of ACG and clomiphene. We did a semen analysis. Um, we wanted to make sure blood work was good. We didn't take them off testosterone. So you don't have to come off testosterone too. That's another big one out there. You know, fertility clinics and stuff like that, they're not used to dealing with hormone replacement therapy patients and going on everything correctly. So they'll be like, oh, if you're on testosterone, you need to come off testosterone. That's what's causing this. That's not what's causing it at all. If anything, you want to be on testosterone because if you are on testosterone, you're gonna be like a bull, right? You're gonna you're gonna be more engaged or more ready to go, or you know, libido wise and erection wise, being on testosterone. Now, being off testosterone, you're probably not gonna be as, as ready to go, right? Maybe one time a day, if that, you know, just depending on the person. Um, but I mean, on testosterone, might be two, three times a day, you know, you'd be ready to go, like I said. So, you know, that's what we do here. And we can definitely help out Jack Cookie Monster. So it's a great question for sure, 100%. Any more questions? What up, Coach John? My man Dylan's on here. What's going on, Dylan? I hope all is well, dude. Um, all right. Let me see what we got on here. Is there any other questions? I don't see any other questions here. All right. So let's get to the next one. 2022 Titan Events. Schedule is coming down to the nitty-gritty now because we only got two months left in this year. So 12-3, we got Cars and Couture. That's going to be awesome. It's Collector's Gala. Uh, Lux Fashion Group help put, put, helping us put that on. Uh, presenting sponsor, title sponsor. Um, and we will be bringing out the awesome Fashion of Titan Medical Center brand new fashions. And we'll have some of the Titan cars there too as well uh, for, on display. It's going to be for Autism Speaks, so it's for a great cause. Come out and join us. It's a very upscale event, classy event, and we love doing it. It's the 12th annual. I love it. 12 times already. This is awesome. Um, after that, we have 12-15 to 12-18. We will be in Las Vegas, Nevada for Olympia. So if you guys are in Las Vegas, please come by. See us at the booth at the expo. I'm also looking for a couple models out there. So if there's any models out in Vegas that want to work uh, an expo event on a Friday and Saturday, the 16th and 17th of December, please contact us. You can call the line. You can write us, email us, however you want to do it. Um, I need to get at least two or three more girls out there. So at that point, if you guys are out in, that, out in Las Vegas or going to be there during that time, please contact us. Send us a headshot. Tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe some experience or whatever it may be. And uh, you might be part of the Titan team at Olympia at our booth. You never know. All right, so let me see one more. We got one more question. Can you give your opinion on injectable versus creams for first-time TRT users? Thanks. No problem, Morgan Spell. It's a great question. Now, these are good questions. All right, so opinion on injectable versus creams. All right, so when you do testosterone replacement therapy, you have a couple different options, more options than ever, I guess, to do testosterone and in the transportation method. So when we talk about testosterone, you can do it in a trochee, which is sublingual. 
You can do a cream. You can do nasal spray now. You can do pellets. You can do suppositories. And you can do injectable, right? Um, the top three, I would think, sublingual via the trochee to the cream. And then, you know, three, you got the injectable. If I had to put them in order. So injectable would be my best one. Sublingual trochee would be my second best one. And the cream would be the third best one. Um, I don't like pellets. I don't think they're good at all. Um, and they're, they're just very inaccurate as far as keeping you consistent or at a level even dose across the board. It just fluctuates up and then goes down. But injectable. So injectable is probably going to be your best transportation method. It's going to be the highest absorbency you could possibly get with testosterone. Now, as a first-time TRT user, most of those people out there have never done an injection in their life. Seven out of ten of our patients that come to Titan Medical Center, whether it's a vitamin or amino acid injectable or injectable biotin or injectable testosterone, have never done an injection before. So it's something they got to get through, too, as well. And, um, you know, the injectable version is going to be the best as far as result-wise, how you're going to feel-wise. It's, it's going to be your best bet. Sublingual is going to be your second best bet. Sublingual, you're going to put it in underneath your tongue. Um, it's going to absorb through, and you're probably going to get a higher absorption rate than a cream. Cream is going to be your third best bet. Now, creams do work. Um, the bad thing about creams are is you'll pick an area to wipe it out. And whether you're hairy or you have little hairs, absorbency rates can change when you apply it to different areas. It might not absorb as, as good one day to the next day. So it can be kind of inconsistent. Now, if you say, listen, I got to start somewhere and I want to do this, then start with the cream or start with the trochee, right? You can start there, see how you feel in the first month or two. It usually takes about a month or two to start feeling a little bit better on those things. Um, but, you know, a lot of people out there, they always go to the injection. Most people that we deal with start, if they're really scared of needles and have a phobia of needles, start with the cream or the uh, sublingual. And then like a month or two in, they start feeling a little bit better, right? They start feeling some of these symptoms going away. They start feeling, you know, improvement in quality of life day to day. And then at that point, they're like, listen, I want, I want, I want the very best of this. You know, how can I get more of this feeling? And that's when the injection comes into play. And then they always like, man, it's a game changer. I've had a lot of my friends have started hormone replacement therapy with STRT. And some of them were, were deathly scared of needles. And now they're doing the injections themselves. So that's just an example for you. But, you know, it's really up to the person. And listen, if you can't get through the injections to start, try with a sublingual or the cream. And then you can move up the next month or the month afterwards. And then you can do the injections. But for me, always the injections are going to be better, um, even without me, scientifically, uh, as far as the absorbency and the transportation rate to get inside the body. It's going to be the best way all the way around. But like I said, there's different options for you. So, you know, if you think that this might be too much to do an injection, we don't want you wasting your money, you know, and stuff like that. We want you to be happy um, and get some results, right? So this might be the way to go for it. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, my man, what's up? J. Crew in the house, outside of images. Man, hopefully I'll be seeing you soon. You told me you're going to be seeing me soon. What's going on? Fat versus muscle. What's up, strength addicts? John, what's up? Holding, hold not long in the house. Are there preferred areas for creams like a part with more or more or more muscle, or does it matter? All right, so it doesn't matter where you rub the cream, whether it's on a muscle or whether it's on a fatty area. But 
you want to rub it on the most or the area that has least amount of hair on it, right? Um, so, and it's not going to be touched a lot either because the problem is with creams, you rub it on and some might not absorb. So, what happens at that point is if your wife touches you, your girlfriend touches you in the area, say, let's say you rub it on your shoulders, right? And then your wife comes up and says, oh, honey, and you're sitting there and uh, she starts massaging your shoulders and giving you a massage, right? Now, this can absorb into her hands. The other thing about it is, is let's say you, you, know, you rub the cream in, you rub it on, you know, in your hands, and now you don't wash your hands. You should, but if you don't. Then you go pet your dog or you start touching your kid, right? You, you go get your baby. Baby starts crying, so you should rub it on. Oh, shit, I got to go. So I rush, I go over, I grab my kid. Well, at that point, this can absorb in your child too as well. Um, so you want to rub it on different areas. Girls usually rub it behind the behind their knees. Uh, for guys, it's different, right? Because some guys are hairy. Like I'm, hairy, I'm hairy as hell. So I got to shave if I was going to yeah. do something like that. But some people they're not hairy like that, right? And um, until they start taking testosterone, they're going to get hairier. But at that point, you know, you're going to rub it on there and just, you know, you're going to want to make sure that it absorbs. So there's not a, a certain place to do it, but you'll know the better areas on your body that have the least amount of hair, and that's where you're going to want to rub this in for sure, 100%. And you got one uh, right here on uh, YouTube. I don't know if you can read it. Oh, right yeah. Here. What blood markers do you normally add in? What blood markers do you normally add in AI into TRT? So it's a great question, too. All right, so Jessup. So Jessup, we normally add in an AI right at the beginning of somebody's horn replacement therapy or TRT replacement therapy. Um, because we know this. We know that when you start taking testosterone, it's going to aromatize and change into and convert into other hormones. So when we talk about specifically other hormones, we're talking about estrogen, right? So estradiol. And this is what we're going to want to look at a blood test. You can even do uh, an estradiol sensitive test, right? supposed to be more accurate it, it really isn't I, I promise you guys i run these things all the time just to see a comparison where they end it's maybe might be two points difference uh maybe three right but when we talk about estradiol this is estrogen and it will convert into this now with high estrogen you're talking about water retention irritability possible gynecomastia fat deposits in the body you'll be more sensitive right whether you're watching a movie and you start crying you're like what the hell is going on or a commercial a frisky commercial um, you don't want to be sensitive like that, right? That's what girls do. Don't be like that. So this is what we're going to look at on your, your marker. Um, but you want to start this in the beginning, depending on how your dose is. Now, if you wait, per se, because there's other places out there, you know, I know that where you can just get testosterone, right? And you start taking testosterone because they don't care. They really don't care. They're selling you this stuff. They, ha they don't care about what's going to happen to you. And at that point, then you start getting the negative symptoms or side effects. You start looking like a... This is a, a clear way to look at somebody. They're on, they're not on testosterone and they're not on a blocker. Um, the 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 name Juice Head, right? Juice Head, right? Like tomato, like like a big Juice Head. Like you'll you'll see it. And water retention in the face, water retention in the body. You look a lot rounder. You usually have a high estrogen level going on. But you know we want to make sure you don't get this symptom or negative side effect. So you don't want to wait till the side effect starts coming and then be like, oh, I need to put an AI in here. 
You want to start at the beginning and start controlling and balancing hormones right off the start. And that's why I talk about hormone replacement therapy instead of testosterone replacement therapy because hormone replacement therapy is what we're really doing. We're really balancing a number of different hormones um, and making them so they're working properly and optimized, but they are in harmonic balance. Nothing is way overboard in one place and lower in the next. They should all be roundabout and on the same level. All right. So that's what i would say now if you're talking about you or it's a reference range different labs have different reference ranges so what i mean by that is like if you look at lab corp it's like zero to 40 right so if you're above 40 you're getting higher in estrogen where you want to be at so you're going to you know put that that number down a little bit and you know that could be anywhere from 20 to 30 you know or 35 whatever it is could be 15 for some people um, you know, different people feel better at different numbers, but you want to keep it lower than the 40 for sure, 100%. So I hope that answers your question. What's going on, Tiffany? How you doing? JG, Darnell, what's going on? Wells Bill, um, Cookie Rob, I want to try in hopes that it makes my back pain go away. I may come to Florida in December. For sure. Um, please, if you're going to come by Tampa, please stop by the Titan Medical Center offices. If you need help before that, we service nationwide. So wherever you guys are at in the country, we can help you guys. And, um, you know, the back pain, you know, maybe BBC 157 or TB 500 could be a, a good therapy to help out with some of this stuff. Uh, coming down to summer, brother, we will be shooting hoops at the house. For sure. You better come down for sure. Gabriel, APRN, how you doing? We've got a nurse practitioner in the house. What's up? Uh, so just Jordan, what's going on? Hugo Rivera, what's going on? So I hope this answers you guys' question about some of these different things. Um, if you guys have any other questions about hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, males and females, peptide therapies, blood work, any of that stuff, fire away at me because I'm giving you guys about a couple more minutes and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it off. Um, but if we're talking about weight loss, semi-glutide, our areas injectable weight loss therapy is a game changer. Uh, Trizep peptide is going to be coming out. Um, that's another one that's going to be better than semi-glutide, which is really unbelievable. But the clinical data is there, patient studies and such, and uh, real-life patients using it. That's that's where I like to see the results, you know, because clinical data is one thing, right? There's been a lot of medications out there that have been FDA-approved. And, uh, you know, sometimes down the line, those medications are very harmful to us people. But these, these ones are pretty beneficial to patients uh, for long-term use and... Um, it doesn't show any really negative side effects, hopefully, for the future. So I'm hoping on that, all right? Oh, man. All right. Doing well, guys. Fit Plus Life. Victor R., what's going on? Masood, Joseph, I appreciate all you guys tuning in for Titan Talk Tuesdays. Every Tuesday with me, John, CEO of Titan Medical Center at 6 p.m. I'll be back next week for you guys, um, bringing an awesome show for you. One bad lesbian in the house. I like that name. That's good. Guam Stud, what's going on? Two good names in a row. All right, so I'll see you guys next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Titan Talk Tuesdays, me, John CEO. I'm answering all your questions and covering great topics, plus highlighting the therapy of the week every week for you guys so you guys can stay in tune, educated, to know what's good for you guys. So I hope you guys are having a great rest, or hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Feel good, look good, and perform your very best every single day. And if you're not, call us, text us, we'll help you out. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Bye.